the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son. Now, the Adi Lundy, this, of course, is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. You know what Wednesday means? It's a hockey hump day spectacular. As uh, That's what we're going to be cranking out here every single Wednesday because Lundy loves the puck. And I don't give a fill in the blank about hockey uh so he's going to try to educate me on all the sticks so i can acquire some stacks and hopefully boost the bank account there in the end so good sir you have the ice my man what are you doing on today you were rolling into like some good Eminem rhymes there for a second, and then you stopped yourself. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what you were doing there. Why'd you Why'd you cut yourself short? All right, let's do a uh, Let's do a quick one here. Part of the reason that we like to do Hump Day hockey is, as hockey fans know, and if you're just maybe a, a, a loose hockey fan, you may be kind of aware of this. NBCSN um, has they they do basically hockey night in America a lot of times on Wednesdays. Sometimes there's one game, sometimes there's a doubleheader. Well, tonight uh, there is a doubleheader, so I want to try to do hockey Hump Day when a lot of you might be able to, you know, be flipping through the channels and maybe catch some action. So we got a doubleheader uh, on the NBCSN tonight, starting at 7 o'clock Eastern. Uh, we'll start off with Edmonton and Toronto. Edmonton has looked like hot garbage so far this season. Uh, they're only 1-3. They just don't seem to be in sync. So I'm going to go with the Leafs in this one, go with Toronto. And then we're going to back it in the second game with the Minnesota Wild taking on Anaheim uh, at the Honda Center in Southern California. We're going to take Minnesota, the road team, in that one. Put those two together, Brad. You find yourself with a nice money line parlay that pays you 187 Ooh. plus 187. So we're going to dump those two together. Pretty good odds. The, the wild one makes me just slightly nervous, but I really don't think Edmonton has looked good, so I'm going to take Toronto at home. Does that involve uh, Olivia Wilde? Because if it does, then I'll well, watch it. I was going to say, that that would get a whole lot more viewers on NBCSN. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I always get seduced by the juice. So uh, when you had me at plus odds, I, I was already locked and loaded mentally. So look. There if, you go. If you want to get in on Lundy's Hockey Hump Day special uh, or anything else right now in the sports betting world, do so. At DraftKings Sportsbook, and the return we've all been waiting for is finally here. UFC's most notorious icon is stepping back into the octagon this Saturday. Be sure to check out DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, for a shot to turn $1 into $257. That's right. New users can bet $1 on McGregor to win by knockout in the first round, and if he does, you'll be cashing in. $257. Bet a little, win a lot. It's that simple. So here's what you got to do. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN when you sign up to turn $1 into $257 if McGregor wins by first-round knockout. Place your bet. And watch the fist fly this weekend. That's code FTN for new players to get $257 if McGregor wins by first round knockout for a limited time only. At DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania residents only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. With that, on this hump day edition of the pod, here is today's Fade 5. Number 5. All right. 
Let's head on back to the college basketball hardwood, which was kind to us last night with the exception of the Ohio State Buckeyes. Brutus uh, cracked his skull. And they blew it against Purdue as the Boilermakers stole a win there in Columbus. But we nailed Utah State. Uh, Alabama nearly set an NCAA single-game record for threes made, Lundy, against LSU. That was just an incredible shooting display, unlike anything I've ever seen before against the Tigers. They coasted to an easy uh, cover. Michigan got back. Uh, off the schneid they were in good graces for betters as well handling maryland and of course pittsburgh uh dispatched duke which everybody's going to do because duke sucks as we mentioned on the pod yesterday so let's go to the sec here and uh, this game it's not going to be as lopsided as alabama lsu but auburn and arkansas i think it's going to be a bit of a barn burner and for that reason i'm taking the row the Tigers and the points at plus six and a half. Look, reinforcements have arrived for Bruce Pearl's team in the Army of One, and that is a freshman sensation Sharif Cooper, who in his first three games of college basketball has gone for 26, 28, 11 points, and has totaled 39 assists over that three-game stretch. Auburn has covered in two of those. Uh, contest, of course, losing in convincing fashion to Alabama, which everybody's doing right now in SEC play. But I like him in this game to cover because I think the three balls are going to fall. Arkansas is giving up 37.1% along the arc in SEC action. That's good news for Flanagan, Powell, and Johnson, who can really make it rain from outside. Uh, not only that, too, but Arkansas usually gives opponents clear lanes to the bucket. Uh, the Razorbacks giving up a 54.82 point percentage on offense. It's number 11 in the SEC. Now, Auburn's going to have to cut down on the turnovers. That has been a bugaboo for them. They need to be more cautious with the basketball. They're turning it over at uh, an obscene 23.8 percent clip. But with Cooper, with those rainmakers outside, with the inefficiencies of this Arkansas defense, Six and a half points is too much. So give me Auburn, again, plus six and a half. Fade or follow. If Auburn can keep moving the ball around, Brad, I'm going to feel pretty good. Looking at the stats over the course of the last three games, 54% of their field goals they've got assists on, 47 out of 87. Sharing the ball, moving around, try to get that defense to be guessing who's going to wind up popping the shot. Be smart with how you're moving the ball around. If Auburn can do that, I would agree with you. I think six and a half is too much. I think they can keep it close. And if they can uh, you know, stay solid, get the help out of the freshman that you were talking about, they've got an opportunity here to be able to avoid maybe even avoid the sweep by Arkansas, but at least to keep it close. Yeah, to say uh, the words of another Tiger, uh, Auburn should be great! Number four. Alright, let's go out west. Let's talk Colorado. Let's talk Washington. And for those that are familiar with the podcast, fade the Huskies is a thing. <laughs> it's usually the phrase that pays, right? And that's what we're going to continue to do, because Washington is 3-9 and nine against the spread on the season, and that's why I'm going to lay the points and double-digit points minus 13 with Colorado up there in Seattle. Look, CU's got a ton of balance. Number three in offensive efficiency. Number three in defensive efficiency inside the Pac-12. They cash in frequently on freebies, shooting 83% in league action. One of the best the free throw shooting teams in the entire nation. Washington, meanwhile, number 210 in the country in free throw attempts to field goal attempts, meaning uh, they foul uh, quite a bit. They attract uh, a ton of whistles, and uh, you put Colorado at the line, chances are they're going to cash in. The Huskies are also just horrendous everywhere else. Let's be real. They're giving up 36.4% beyond the arc, 1.15 points per possession overall. Uh, they are last in defensive rebounding percentage impact well play, and on offense, they're coughing it up at a 19.4% clip, and are scoring 
scoring just 0.957 points per possession. So uh, Wright, Batty, Horn, Schwartz, you know, this cohesive unit that Tad Poyle's got, you know, really uh, looking like a tournament team, and they have been an advanced analytics darling. I think they're going to win this thing by 15-plus, uh, you know, just like everybody else has done inside Pac-12 action against the Huskies. So fade or follow the Buffs trampling UW minus 13. As they like to say up in Boulder, Brad, roll Tad. Yeah, Tad <laughs> Boyle going to get it done uh, against the Huskies. I mean, the, the Washington just stinks. 1-11 on the year, 0-7 in the conference play. And I was just talking about the assist-to-field goal ratio that Auburn is rolling. Colorado's even better uh, yeah. in terms of moving the ball around, sharing it, being smart uh, with how they run their offense. Tad's really got that team looking good. And as you said, looking like they can be a tournament team as well. Uh, and again, not only shooting the three-pointers, but making the three-pointers. Uh, 8.1 three-pointers per game, the tops in the Pac-12. Roll with Colorado because, like we say on the pod, everybody say it with us, Washington sucks. Fade the Huskies. Number three. All right, it's time for our MonkeyKnifeFight.com Monkey Knife Fight Player Prop of the Day presented by, oh, you guessed it. Who would have thunk it? MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Go there right now and sign up with the promo code F. T-N. Again, promo code FTN. And when you do, you get a free $5 game on the house. It's a very simple game to play, folks. It's a DFS game unlike any other. It's just you against the house on your favorite player props. More or less, over or under. you got to stream together starting in packs of two all the way up to six. The more you score, the more cash you stuff into your little pockets at monkeynightfight.com. And uh, you know, we got a, a pretty good slate of NBA games tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm going to focus on a matchup out west between the L.A. Clippers and the Sacramento Kings. And I am going to take the over on Kawhi Leonard, 25 and a half points. Why? Well, the sack, uh, rather droopy when it comes to defense, Lundy. Number 30 in all the NBA. So they are dead last in adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up 1.182 points per possession. They're also dead last of the Kings, more like poppers, in three-point percentage D, allowing 40.2%. Now, Kawhi just faced him a couple of games ago. It was 10 of 15 from the floor, scored 27 points. Uh, he has been off since Sunday, so he is recharged and very fresh for this contest, so should play a ton of minutes in this one. Hopefully, the Kings will be able to keep it close into the fourth quarter to make sure that Leonard isn't rested late in this game, but he's averaging 24.3 points per game on the season, shooting over 49% for the field, over 43% beyond the arc, and has gone over this proposed 25.5 total in 6 of 12 games. So, uh, all about the usage, all about maximizing the matchup, and for those reasons, again, I like the over on Kawhi Leonard, 25.5 points. Fade or follow. I will follow on this one as well. Again, follow the minutes, follow the usage, follow the fact that Sacramento won't play defense against Kawhi. Uh, that's really that's really the trick. Look, I know this is so close to what his season average is, which we see a lot when we're looking at points, when we're looking at PRAs uh, over the course of the NBA games for these player props. But sometimes what you got to look at is go, okay, yeah, that's the season average, but this is not a season average team on the other bench. And that's what we're seeing with Sacramento. So I'm going to follow because I think 25 25- and a half is too low. Let's get those points, Kawhi. Cash with Kawhi. Number two. All right, let's go back uh, to the college hardwood, and let's talk about a rematch and a potential revenge game for the University of Houston Cougars, who ranked inside the top ten nationally, not only in Ken Palm, uh, and some of the advanced analytics that are out there and those standings, but also with the popularity poll. Very quietly so, and they're going to go toe-to-toe with Tulsa and Frank 
Case Golden Hurricane. And I'm going to take the visitors here. Just too many points at plus 13. Remember I said this was a revenge game. Well, back in the first matchup in late December, Tulsa undercut Houston 65-64 to at home. You know, very few fans attending all these games uh, with the exception of what was going on in Baylor. Maybe there's going to be a few there uh, in Houston, but it's just too many points for me. Uh, and I don't think there's going to be enough possessions, really, for Houston to blow these guys out because both these teams love to play at a Galapagos tortoise pace. 300-plus and adjust the tempo nationally. Now, Houston dynamite defensively. Number one in the AAC in points per possession allowed. Effective field goal percentage D, two-point percentage D, and forced turnovers at a 23% clip. Now, Tulsa is erratic on offense, but its defense is equally dauntless. They're giving up just 0.937 points per possession in conference play. If they can make a handful of threes, if they can cash in at the free throw line, that was a formula that worked for them in the first matchup, they will keep this thing close. They're not going to win, uh, but, again, 13 is just too many points, and I think they will stab off a blowout. Fade or follow the Golden Hurricane plus 13 against the Cougs. Make some free throws. That'll keep you from getting blown out. You look at Houston, last eight home games, they're winning by an average of 11, uh, or excuse me, by an average of 21 points. But this is a different matchup when you've got Tulsa. I think they keep it close. And let's see, again, I don't think they can win, although if they do, it'll be the first time Tulsa's beaten Houston at Houston in six years. Uh, That would be quite an accomplishment for them. But no, the 13 is too many, Brad. I'm with you. I think they keep this game a lot closer than that. The second time around for these teams, you get an opportunity maybe to get a little bit better feel. Let's see if Tulsa can Slow down that pace and keep this one close. Come on, Tulsa. Stay competitive. That's all we ask. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, uh, one of our favorite teams on the pod that we love to wager on, Boise State. Uh, The Broncos, a team that I think has got Sweet 16 appeal, could be a bracket disruptor come March. They are laying 15 points against the Fresno State Bulldogs, and I'm going to take the chalk here, Lundy, uh, and Boise. Look, the Bucking Broncos are doing exactly that on offense. Uh, they are setting the pace in multiple categories in Mountain West play. 1.227 points per possession. That's number one. 59.42 point percentage offense. That's number one. 37.2% beyond the arc. That's number one. 79.2% at the charity stripe. Also number one. There are also no slouches on defense either, rather dogged in that uh, division, giving up just 0.895 points per possession. Can really get after it on the glass. They have that kind of interior tenacity. And you look at Fresno. Now, Fresno's going to try to slow this game down. They're number 294 in the country and adjusted tempo. They're going to try to prevent some of those easy transi- transition buckets uh, for Boise State. But this Bulldogs defense, yeah, they haven't earned their bacon strips at all this season. 250-plus nationally in two-point percentage D and three-point percentage D. This should be a shellacking levied by Boise State. I think they win by 20-plus. So give me, again, the Broncos, minus 15, who, by the way, the season, Lundy, 9-3-1 and one against the spread. Fade or follow. I will follow on this one as well. I can't believe I'm doing a midweek five for five with you. Maybe it's just because you gave me, maybe it's just because you gave me a pulpit to talk some hockey. Uh, I'll tell you what, we're looking at, we got 66% of the bets and almost 70% of the money on Boise state. It's kind of fun when you can do this pod and you know, yeah, you could talk about Duke. You could talk about 
Baylor. You could talk about Gonzaga. Yeah, it's kind of fun to go out and make money off of teams like Boise State. So I'm going to roll with the Broncos on this one. Let's have some fun and see if some of these smaller schools that maybe some of our pod family don't always pay attention to can turn into some stacks. Yeah, that Boise State team, man, they're a highly active Venmo account. They're just passing out money all over the place, no doubt about it. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Follow yours truly at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you're making a little coin, whether you're fading or following us, uh, or if you're just enjoying the pure entertainment value of this podcast. It really helps us out. And check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com, and use that promo code Evans, E-V-A-N-S, to score a 10% off uh, discount on your subscription today. And as always, until tomorrow, fade or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.